Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scarabland's Sins of Shells, our season two, episode 15 of Dead Man's Rust. Uh, when last we met our intrepid adventurers, were making their way through Hornsaw Forest. In doing so, they stumbled across a spider pit um, that was filled not only with little baby witch spiders, but a gargantuan witch spider, who they uh, swiftly engaged in mortal combat, uh, beat the breaks off of, and uh, killed about half of the young in the spider pit. Um, this was frowned upon uh, by some Hornsaw Sentinels uh, who encountered the party, surrounded them, and uh, leveled some threats in their general direction. Uh, but before the Sentinels could act, uh, or as the Sentinels were trying to disarm me, I guess I should say, uh, one of them grabbed a hold of Ithrin's necklace, which turned out to be a very bad idea as their arm froze off. And then uh, the necklace summoned a storm and opened a little hole in it that you can teleport out of. You managed to escape. You managed to uh, bed down for the night in a tiny hut that you took the time to um, camouflage and hide appropriately. Um, and then you were going to wake up the next morning and begin or continue your trek. Does that sound about right? About like where we parked everyone? Uh-huh. Beautiful. Before you that, that is true. You weren't here last time. Um, you had used your Eldritch Blast a lot last time, just to about right. fill you in on what, what happened in your absence. Uh, before we dive any further into the story, I do want to just uh, remind everyone that they came from Cyclops' cave and they came from Classified is still active on Kickstarter, the double feature. You can back for one book, you can back for both. There's about 16 hours left to go, and we have uh, unlocked the cinematic powers for the, for the get to the chopper stretch goal. Um, so now we're looking at... Uh, there's a couple more stretch goals that have been announced. If you head over there to Kickstarter, you can get all the information. Uh, we are in the final. If you're waiting for the last minute, it's here, as Stanley Spadowski would say. All right, so uh, getting back to our adventure. Um, you wake up, continue moving, I'm assuming. Is uh, Ithrin still going to be the person handling your... Uh, travel and, and navigation, that sort of thing. I mean, unless someone else really, really wants to do it. I take the silence as a no. Um, so why don't you go ahead and give me a, a survival check, if you don't mind me. Uh, that's right. uh, 21. Excellent. Um, you're able to avoid any obvious pitfalls uh, throughout your travel uh, of the next day. And as the sun starts to go down, you find yourselves closing in on the shore of the Broadreach River.
So it's just kind of cre creeping up on evening. As you can start to hear the, the water rushing in the distance. What would you like to do? Um, I have that unicorn horn that's supposed to lead us into the secret passage, right? Um, it's supposed to allow you to contact the, the unicorn, unicorn ghosts, yes. So um, how can I use that? You're just going to take the unicorn horn out? I mean, if we're not visible and yeah, I'm not just going to be like, oh. <laughs> All right. So as you, uh, as you pull the unicorn horn from your bag, um, it begins to glow. And you can see anywhere that the light from this unicorn horn touches the leaves, it superimposes the image of like a pristine forest. So like as you swipe the light past a, a leaf, It'll go from being kind of this blood-soaked, twisted, sharp-edged monstrosity to just a standard tree leaf. And then when it leaves the light, it looks like it did before again. Um, cool. How long are you sitting with this thing in your hand? Not long. I just wanted to see if it was going to, I don't know, beacon us in a direction or... Like, I don't know, compass into the direction we're supposed to go. Sure. I'd like uh, each of you to go ahead and give me uh, just a straight up perception roll, if you don't mind. Yay, I rolled a 20. Uh, 24 total. Nice. 21. 21. Beautiful. 10. 15. Six. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Our 20s. Um, you both catch some movement on the, the other side uh, of the river. Like I said, it's kind of dusk right now, so you can still see movement and shape out past your dark vision. Um, and you definitely see something moving in the trees on the other side of the river. Ahead of you. Are you, uh, I assume, closing in on the riverbank? Uh, yeah, because we, we've got to. Yeah. You, you have to cross it. There's no. Yeah. Uh, as you're getting closer, you can see kind of a shape poke out from behind a tree. And then another shape poke out from 
behind a tree further south. Again, on just the other side of the river, if you can zoom out far enough that you can see that. And are my pings reading for the good folks at home? It looks like kind of like a humanoid. Looks like maybe po like looking around from behind the trees at you. Does it look hostile or friendly, or is there any way to tell? Wonderful. At, at this distance, not really. You're I'm, still about two hundred feet on the other side of the river from it. I'm casting mage okay. armor. I don't. I don't trust this fucking wood anymore. That's fair. Anyone else casting anything? Uh, yeah, I'm casting Shalala. Right. I don't have spells. <laughs> you cast hammer. I cast being a badass. <laughs> uh, again, you see movement down in the south corner and then up directly across from you. And then across the tree line again. Um, go ahead and give me a nature roll, if you don't mind there, Ithrin. Let's say they don't look like sentinels, do they? We haven't had a rest since our fight either, right? You have, you've had a long rest, yeah. No, okay. you've, you slept overnight. Yep, there goes my luck. I rolled a seven, so that's a ten total. Okay, um, there are a number of things that could be teleporting around the forest. There are also a number of things that could be like mobbing you around the forest. Um, this could very well be hostile sentinels. Again, you see a little bit of movement here and then a little bit of movement here. The sentinels aren't undead, right? No, the Hornsaw Sentinels are just people. People, okay. Uh, most of them are elves, Elvie. but there's also Manticora. There's and is it humans? Are these the people that we have pissed off? The Hornsaw Sentinels? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. We don't know if it's the Hornsaw Sentinels in the woods. We think it might be, though, because we feel like they're chasing us anyway. And you see another <laughs> bit of movement up here in the north, and then the first bit of movement that appears on the same side of the river as you. I would like to, uh, what is it called? Hold up. Um, uh, I guess just try to like hide. All right, go ahead and make a stealth check, please. With advantage, because I got my boots of the own kind. First roll, 22. Second roll. Yes, 22. All right, go ahead. Uh, where would you like to go to to hide? Do you need me to move you? You don't have that astral barrier right now, right? Uh, I do, yeah. Um, these dark, are these just trees? These little dark areas? Yes, yeah, everything is trees except for the center river. There's okay. that. 
a little bit of stone in the middle. I'm going to hop in over here. Excellent. Um, all right. Uh, anyone else casting any spells or doing any movement? Um, I'm pulling out my crossbow. All right. Charlie? I mean, maybe I'll move. You said everything's trees? Yeah, all of the um, like darker Oh, okay. Forest and areas of trees. Mm. How big are the squares? Five foot. I think I'll move to there, but I, um, I think it's done moving. I'm having problems. There's a river up here, right? Yeah, dead ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, I walk up closer to the water because water is one of my best weapons. So it is. Hell yeah. And remind me, was Charlene one of the people that made that perception check? No. Okay. So it was just Ithrin and Charlie. Charlie? I think. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, Anthony and Charlie, you both see uh, this woman appear probably 10 feet from Haiku with her back to Haiku. Um, she looks vaguely elven. She has <clears throat> like a sickly, almost sea green color to her skin. Mm-hmm. And it looks like huge chunks of her flesh have been like carved off. Can I cast message and tell Haiku? Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, I really love how uh, your descriptions are like, oh, yeah, it's a normal elf, this sort of skin tone, and here's something awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, her eyes look uh, glassy, like she's got severe cataracts, and her hair looks more like uh, leaves. Than it does hair, but like autumn dying leaves. Um, yeah, I'll probably say something like, "Hey, Haiku, there's a lady there. She's real ugly." <laughs> Do I see her now? Uh, yeah, you see her again, like ten feet away from you, with her back to. Uh, she seems to be looking in Ithrin's direction. Ithrin, give me a nature check again with advantage this time. Oh, nice. Another 10. Oh, my God. We just rolled this three times in a row. You have no idea what this thing is. Uh, If you didn't know any better, you'd say it was a dryad. Uh, Okay. I'll bite. Why does she know better? Why does she know better? Yeah. Uh, She didn't know better. She'd say it was dryad. Dryads aren't that mobile. And dryads generally don't look like they've been chopped up. Okay. Uh, Okay. But uh, there's a hammer dryad that I've been asked to free, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, uh, a former hammer dryad. All right. Uh... Can we help you? 
Oh, she. Sorry, Mr. Crowley. Pokes her head out around the tree. Says, Ithrin of. Ithrin of Fenrilic. Uh, I don't know how you know my name, but yeah, that's me. I heard the Earth Mother whisper in my ear. I'm sorry, what? The Earth Mother whispered in my ear. Oh. About me? Yes, that you would give me what I seek. What are you looking for? Revenge. Okay. Um, Unification and an end to my pain. I point my blade bow at her. <laughs> I We can help with that. <laughs> um, all right. Who are we revenging? She looks across the river and up over the tree line. And as you fix your gaze over that way, for the first time uh, at, at the shore of the Broadreach, particularly Charlong, uh, Ithrin and Island, you can kind of see it too. And Haiku, if you look, you can kind of see it as well. Uh, you can see the very edge of the Mesa Caridae sticking out over the tree line. The Necromancer, Lucian Dane, stole my tree, transplanted it, forcibly severed me from it. That's pretty horrific. You want us to kill him? What is death to a necromancer? I want him to suffer. Ah, that's a good point. I outwitted We get you your tree back somehow? If you could. I would be ever in your debt. But it is planted in his sanctum. He had it moved there so that he could do his experiments upon me. Aren't we going there anyway? Mm-hmm. All right, just make sure. And she starts walking out toward you and Haiku, you get the closest to this since you're not far from her, but you can all see as she steps, like the slices in her body, like rub against one another and like sawdust falls out. Um, Like she's, she looks like she could collapse at any moment. It's almost like a Jenga tower walking more than than an elf-like creature. Was there something you were going to ask, Mike? 
No. All right, so make Lucian Dane suffer and try and get your tree back. She nods. I managed this and she starts to like and she reaches up and sticks her whole hand into her mouth and you hear like it sounds like branches blowing too far in a wind like that creaking noise as her jaw distends and then she pulls out like a still living like clipping of a small tree branch. Oh, well, thank you. That is all I have left to connect me to my tree. Uh, and so, Travis, would I know if she's asking me, like, can you plant this somewhere or? Now, uh, as far as you know, um, now that she's explained her situation, it occurs to you that she is what a lot of druids refer to as a sundered woman. Uh, what will often happen is if a, a sundered, as in like uh, severed or broken, um, if a dryad or hamadryad's tree is destroyed, um, but for some reason they live on, they often become a sundered one. Uh, usually the process drives them just batshit and they spend the rest of their unnatural existence wandering around looking for their tree and killing anyone that gets in their way. Um, so the fact that she's cogent and not utterly psychotic is uh, unusual. Okay. Um, the idea of re reuniting one with their tree or with a sapling of their tree has never been attempted because as far as you know, it's never happened before. Well, might as well try. Like, I, I don't think we can fuck her up any more than she's already been fucked up. I mean, that's a fair risk, I suppose. I would just like to remind you that she's not currently psychotic, but continue. Oh, yeah, but like, she looks pretty bad. Yes. <laughs> um, How tall is she? About five foot. Okay. Um, so she's given me the branch. Um, I, I will ask her, um, how would you like me to take care of this? I do not know. The Earth Mother, I, when she mentioned you, I assumed you were a wise druid, an arch druid. You would be able to help me. Oh, I can definitely help. 
Zen out. I cannot reconnect to the tree where it is for I am I will not submit myself to that monster's experiments again. Uh I'll I'll get you your tree back or at the very least make sure he's spends a lot of his life in pain. I'm gonna use the rings of the pact and I forgot who I forgot who has the other rings, but I'm just gonna say ask her if she can help uh get his passageway to there. I think it's me. I think there's several of us that have it, but yeah. I thought you all had a ring in the pack at this point. Okay. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought so, right? Yeah. I think we all did. Yeah. Only some of us have a message tattoo or a sending tattoo, but yeah, we all have the rings of the pack. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about the tattoo. Yeah, she says. After she can help us get there somehow. She says the connection with that sapling is strong enough that an arch druid should be able to move me there and anyone I bring as easily as I can step between trees. And she steps into one tree on one side of. Uh... Have you revealed yourself, Heiko? No, I just, no. I'm so sneaking. She steps into a tree on the north side of the clearing and appears out of a tree on the south side of the clearing. If you lack the power, the only other druid I know of in the region that may have it is Ordena. Do I know that name? Yeah, that's the leader of the Hornsaw Sentinels they threatened to take you before. Oh. I don't think I'm going to tell her about that. Why not? <laughs> Maybe she can give us a passage. Because that is the only way I would be able to get you there. And that would put you dead in the center of Lucian Dane's saint. I will look to the rest of the group and, and ask if this is something that we want. Fuck it. Add to, add to the list. <laughs> I mean, do we do we feel like popping out into this guy's sanctum and ruining his day? Sounds like a bad travel solution. Mm-hmm. I need to get something from his from his uh, his sanctum too. Also, right? I have like a uh, a text I have to look for. Yeah, that's where the. Um... Well, you have one text you're supposed to get, um, but that's also where uh, the how legionnaires believe that the true ritual components that created or that's protecting rust from being cured would be found. So now, you were warned that this is effectively the arguably the most secure location in all of um, so it stands to reason that just teleporting in the middle of it could be a problem um, you don't, you have no idea what the security is there you have no idea what you'd be leaving into just so you're aware yeah but also teleporting yeah, yeah. to right in the middle of a really secure thing like no one expects the Spanish Inquisition, you know. Like, 
because they'd yeah. be like working on the perimeter to prevent people from getting in but would they be really careful inside i mean also, we don't know we won't know yeah. until we get there and also getting in could be a pain in the ass to begin with also yeah, yeah I mean, it could and, take days to get in and we do have a like method of quick escape yes uh, we do do we yeah oh. friend's um necklace can teleport us out very true as long as we kind of stay together we can all end up in a frozen mountaintop somewhere yeah but at least we won't be dead i say let's do this but it requires finding someone that can cast the spell right basically and the only other yeah, person is then the there, only other person is the person who absolutely hates us. There is a druidic ritual that should be able to move a group along the connection, the the faltering connection that that sapling allows me to, to keep with my tree. If that is the route you choose, can my you Ithrin that ritual? Can you teach Ithrin that ritual? I'm no druid. But yeah, you know, I think it's just something that she can do because of what she is. Yeah, she can teleport through trees, but in order for Ithrin to do it, she just has to learn. What a tease. This seems like our only... Well, this doesn't seem like our only option. It seems like the quickest option of getting in there because if this is the most secure place, you know... I imagine there's like an army on the on the front door, you know. Mm -hmm. I think we've heard about like a secret passageway or something, but this is right in. Yeah. Uh, I will look to Charlie and Charlotte. Ask for their thoughts. I really got nothing right now. So I, it seems like a way in, but also given that our only opportunity to really learn this ritual in this area is going into the belly of the Sentinels camp. We might just want to continue on, find our own way in. If you have difficulties with the Sentinels, that may be the wisest course. I have but one other request for you. If you are unable to transplant my tree, I ask you to destroy it, that I may be freed of its connection. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Very well. May the Earth Mother guide your steps. She starts to slink back into the forest. Okay, and uh, to, to clarify, I have her little 
You have, the sap, you have the sap one right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, put it very carefully into the backpack. Right. Probably like get a get a sack and like scoop some soil into it and put it in that. Okay. What else would you all like to do? I don't know why the droids keep asking me. I'm not that good at droid. Uh. All right, I guess we go forward. I will follow, but I'll still be stealthing the whole way, just in case. How do you plan to get across the broad reach river? I, I was going to say, I've been studying this river for a bit, just kind of looking at it, like how much water is flowing through here. Could we, <laughs> quote unquote, swim it? Would it be pretty easy to cross? Uh, where you're at right now, it's moving relatively quickly. Um, you notice, go ahead and give me a, a nature check. I'll give you advantage to do your connection with uh, water. Uh, 10. Um, well, you uh you can tell that there's definitely like blood in this water um you can tell it's moving along at a fairly good clip it's it would be very challenging for um for you to swim across not impossible but challenging um At its narrowest point in eyesight, it's about 30 feet across. Can't you like freeze that or like part it somehow? I was thinking the same thing. Part the Red Sea? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, what's your, what do you have in terms of, uh, ability to, I can miss you step across it. Um, I don't know about you guys though. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, you could go across, we could toss a rope over, you know, make some sort of bridge type thing um i do have like frostbite and ray of frost as cantrips that potentially could be used to um i see thank you uh, yeah i have a climber's kit to help out like could i build an ice bridge or is it like super hot here uh, it's warm, but I mean, you build an iceberg with what? Just with like, with like create, like like with what spells? Uh, shape water, the 
cantrip from the Scarred Lands book, I think. Does, does that specifically elemental. allow you to freeze it? Yeah, you freeze the water, provided there are no creatures in it. It'll unfreeze in an hour. Oh, then yeah. If you cast a spell multiple times, you can have no more than two of its non-instant effects active at a time. So I could, like... Yeah, two non-instant. Cause the water to form into a simple shape and then freeze it. So just, like, pick some of it up and, like, slide a bridge across. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. You do so, it's just a matter of time. Uh, how much can you control around? Uh, it's a five-foot cube, so it I guess I don't it's know. Take you six rounds, so take you like two minutes probably to get the flow right and then freeze it. Yeah, and then it'll stay in here. All right. Uh, as you're spending your two minutes doing that, um, what's probably everyone's... Here, I would think. Would yeah, you can sense. all sort of... Yeah. It seems the, the smallest point. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like everyone to go ahead and make a perception check, and Alan, you can make this perception check with advantage. I got a 16. 13. I got a 1. I got 16. All right, Alan, you start to feel heat on your hip, um, in your bag, like coming from your bag. I investigate, I open my bag just like a little from the top. The uh, unicorn horn is steaming. And as that happens, you all hear kind of a loud slosh. Uh, those of you who got a, a 15 or higher hear a loud slosh to the south and feel a slight shake to the ground. Still stopping. Uh, you can all start making your way across the bridge if you'd like. Um, I will tell everyone to cross in front of me and I'll stay behind looking in the direction of the sound. I'll cross last. I'll pull up the the rear. Are you waiting for everyone to get all the way across before you cross? I'm waiting for everyone to get halfway across at least before I cross. Right. So put Alan, we'll put Ithrin and Charlie on the bridge. Alan at the back of the bridge. When uh, you all now, you do not miss this at all. Um, there's a burst of water to the south uh, around where the river parts, where that small island is. 
that past that, where you see a brown, almost bark-like structure with a wingspan of the entire breadth of the Broadreach River. Um, I, well, why is there a token that says adult black dragon? With facial spines that reach out and look almost like uh, tree limbs. Uh, and instead of scales, it looks like this thing has bark. That's so cool. And it flies up into the air and lets out a horrific wail. This roar sounds more like um, the pained and troubled screams of elven children than it does like a dragon's roar. Uh, and I would like all of you to roll wisdom saving throw, please. Oh boy. 25. Oof. A nine. A 12. I'm going to use my, uh, my inspiration today. Okay. Doesn't really matter. I'm uh, still 12. <laughs> yeah, I'm using my inspiration too. Eight. All right. And what about Sherlock? Uh, Travis is like under a 10 and you die instantly. No. Nothing like uh, that. I got. Good night, folks. Uh, well, the inspiration <laughs> die was not helpful. Um, the inspiration die I rolled a zero on my wisdom save, but on my regular one I rolled a uh, thirteen. Uh, unless you are immune to the frightened condition, everyone except for Ithrin is frightened for the next minute. Um, you may roll at the end of each of your turns to attempt to overcome the frightened condition, um, but you are frightened of the dragon. You cannot move toward it. Then you have disadvantage on any attacks against it. Uh, even though Ithrin uh, is not like technically frightened, uh, she still just wants to run away. <laughs> I don't think we can take an adult black dragon. Uh, it's we all know that, right? On the bright side, it's not a black dragon. I don't know oh, why the okay. token's telling you it is. It's not. Uh, okay. I will let, uh, because you have your wits about you, uh, you will make this roll normally. Everybody else can make this roll at disadvantage. You may all roll history if you would like. Oh, 18. 17. Eight. Uh, Ithrin and Char you got a nine, you said? Yeah. And Sherlock? Oh, I didn't. Okay, you didn't bother? Yeah, it was history. That's, yeah, that's fair. Oh, no, I mean, you, you can just choose not to. Yeah. That's fine, too. Um, Ithrin and Charlie, you both recognize that this must be the Scourge of Lyria. Um, this is the Woodrack dragon that was created by the misery of the elves who couldn't take uh, what had happened to the Hornsaw and committed mass suicide. Um, it's 
effectively all of that despair mixed with elemental wreck in the shape of a dragon made out of the wood of the horn saw itself. Uh, it's also, incidentally, the creature whose heart you were told you might need in order to help the clan uh, unicorn ghosts. Oops. <laughs> um, so, so it was made by the, when all the unicorns died, about by their grief. By the um, grief of the action of the unicorn clan. Well, it's, it's the one who's that's why the horn I have is steaming. It may be related, yeah. I pull out the horn for my bag. All right, I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Oh, yes, this is hot. Well, to I am a blacksmith. 21. Okay, excellent. Uh, you take one point of radiant damage as you pick it up, and it's burning so... It's it's not even so much that it's heat as that it is, like, raw, like, holy power coming out of this thing. Uh, it's scorching you. Um, and I'll let you make an arcana roll uh, also with disadvantage because you are still uh, terrorized. But while you're doing that, you should also roll initiative. Everybody. Oh, good. 20. Like <laughs> you got a 20? Charlie? 17. Mm -hmm. Charlotte, 17. 15. Alan? 14 was my arcana check, and I'm rolling the initiative now. Okay. Uh, Three. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> uh, you realize that it is like calling out. You're not 100% sure. You don't speak Elvish, but it sounds like this thing is like calling to the wood rack dragon. Yeah, I figured. Uh, Haiku, you have the first action as the dragon. Uh, makes its way toward you. I'm hitting though, right? Yeah. Uh, well, no, because you're, you're now crossing the, you, you're across the bridge. You can hide now. Okay. Um, okay, then I will do the hide action. Um, and, um, and I assume it's like disadvantage, right? So since advantage is like equaled out, so just a regular roll? No, you don't have disadvantage on hide. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. Okay, so it's going to be a 14. Okay. Um, you pop behind a tree. Do you have any way of making that into a um, bonus action, or is that just your action? That's my action. Bonus action, I'm just going to cast a uh, uh, hex on it. Um Okay, let's see if it pays off. And then I will, it will have disadvantage on. Um, what is this? I think. Uh, on wisdom saves. 
All right. Anything else? Um, no, I, I assume that would be my action. It's just uh, my movement would probably to be getting in the trees. So. Okay, so you go hide in the trees and hex this thing. Uh, so I roll if I am so frightened? No, you made your hide check. No, if I'm frightened. Oh, uh, yes, you may make a wisdom save to see if you're frightened. It's DC 17. Damn, nope, 11. So close to 20, though. All right. If you're is your action, what would you like to do? Uh, I would like to get off the bridge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to run up to where Haiku is. That's 5, 10, 15. All right. So now I'm in between Haiku and Sharlong. Um, and then I will ask Haiku, so are we killing it? I mean, we can try. Do we want to kill it? I mean, we need its heart. I don't imagine we can just take it without killing it. Uh, all right, I will guiding bolt it. Excellent, go ahead and make your attack check. Uh, does a 15 hit? No, you fire the guiding bolt. Um, do you have anything else you can add? Uh, inspiration, anything like that? I... Uh, if we get inspiration at the start of every session, every session yeah. awesome, yeah. then I will use that inspiration. Uh, 21. 21 hits. You catch it right in its chest with the guiding bolt. Uh, go ahead yeah. and do your damage. And that's radiant, correct? Yep. Uh, 28 damage because I'm casting it as a fourth level spell. Excellent. Uh, it takes 28 points of damage. And the next attack against it has advantage or will cancel out the disadvantage. Uh, that is my turn. Excellent. Uh, Charlon. Hmm. Uh, Ithrin's standing right next to me, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh... And your major armor is absolutely still up. Yep. Last for like eight hours. Yeah, eight hours. I was gonna say it's gonna it's the rest of the day. Um Ithrin did just hit it with a guide guiding bolt. Um Haiku looks kind of hidden. I lost him in the trees. Uh and uh so I think I'm gonna twin greater invisibility on Ithrin and myself. Nice. Good call. All right. Which gives us advantage on all attacks. Attacks against us have disadvantage. Uh, check the invisible status in the yeah. thingy. Um, and then I am going to move this way that's like a way-ish yeah a way-ish uh no that's toward-ish 
Tordish. Uh, Away-ish would be up the it's river. south All of right. it, yeah. Uh, I'll go hide over here. And you can make your wisdom save at the end of your turn. Yep. Um, I'm thinking before I move, I'm going to just uh, do a quickened ray of frost at it to hopefully... Okay. That still won't have, like, you will cancel the advantage you would gain from the yep. guiding bolt would cancel yep, yep. disadvantage. But that's also robbing the, per the next person who's not invisible of that advantage, just FYI. Oh, okay, then I won't do that. That makes sense. Um, I will, yeah, I'll just uh, invisible us and then hide behind this corner over here. All right. And then make my wisdom save and probably still be feared. Yeah. Charlie. Yes. What would you like to do? I think I'm just gonna Eldritch Blast. But at first I'm gonna get the hell off of this bridge. That is a um, good plan. So let's see here. 10, 20, 30, 40. I can move parallel, right? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. And Charlie does have a move of 40. Um, and then I'm going to Eldritch Blast. Do I roll two to hit? Uh, like one yes. for each blast? Yeah. The first one will be normal. The second one will have disadvantage. Okay. So the first one is a nat 20. And the nice. second one is a one. So. All right. Um, Here so I go, being an idiot. You fire the first one. It hits, going all that damage. Double your dice. Four. Excellent. It will take four. Uh, it is very enraged. As you shoot the second one, um, like, you, like, it, like, roars as you go to shoot the second one, and you, like, put your hand up over your face and blast the bridge. Oh, fuck me. Sorry. That's okay. I wasn't going to cross. <laughs> As a legendary action, after you have fired at it, it's going to make a wing attack uh, at the water beneath it, which allows it to get an extra 80 feet of movement. You may roll for your uh, mm. wisdom save if you like, Charlie. What is it? DC 17 wisdom. Oh, nope. Right. And you do still have the capacity to take a bonus action. So if you want to bardically inspire someone, you're welcome to do so. Oh, sure. Let's. How far is it go? Oh, I'll just. Uh, is anyone within 60 feet that can hear you, I believe? I'll just throw it at Ithrin. Right. Ithrin, you're bardically inspired. It's a D8. Uh, and now comes to, uh, is that the end of your turn, Charlie? Yup. Now comes to the Scourge of Lyria. Uh, the Scourge of Lyria is going to take its movement to fly over to Island. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to unleash a multi-attack.
it flies up screaming this horrible screech and goes claws claw and then just tries to like swallow out basically There's an 18 hit on. Yes. All right. I assume the other two as well. Half a second. Sorry. Having some. Um, I'll, use, I'll use shield ally for the first attack. Okay. Are you close enough? No, I don't think I am. Let me measure. Ah, five feet too far. I'm not close. Hmm. Sorry. It's okay, you tried. Uh, you take Jesus. Uh, this is all slashing and piercing. What's your resistance? Resistant to or no? Mm -mm. Okay, you take forty nine damage. Jesus. Uh, hang on. Let me check my. Uh, inventory because <laughs> I had that cloak of protection. I don't know if it gives me any, it gives you a plus one AC. Oh, okay. So, you plus how one many? all your saves, which is important 49. Mm -hmm. Jeez, still up, yeah, all right, barely. Right. As it's clawing and biting you, like bits of wood are like breaking off into your flesh. So you've got like splinters and like shards of wood sticking out of you. And you all see it just come down like bat island with its right claw into its left claw and then open its mouth and you just see Alan's feet. Oh no. Um that would bring us to Alan. Um, this is a bad idea, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna pull out the horn and I'm gonna hold it to the dragon. And I don't know why, but I'm gonna be like, "We're here to avenge you! <laughs> like, you can have this if you want." And I'm just gonna like hold it out. And I don't have a shield or anything, so that's my action. All right. Um, I'm surprised you didn't stab it with the horn. Um. Well, you know, Jarvis uh, said that I knew it was coming for the horn. It was drawn to the horn, so. All right. So you just hold the horn up and hope for the best. 
Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> <coughs> I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Jibaj? It's an 11, but I haven't used my inspiration yet for today. You're welcome to do so. <sighs> Three. <laughs> All right. So 11 is my saving throw. And I'm frightened, right? So I have disadvantage already on everything. Wouldn't affect... Uh, the disadvantage only affects things that directly deal with the dragon, and this isn't the dragon that's making me make that save. Oh, okay. Uh, you feel the horn start to reach into your mind and start to seize control of your body. Cool. I let it. I give in. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Had a little darkness, my old friend. <laughs> uh, haiku, it is your action. What would you like to do? Um, seeing all that, I'm just going to be like, hey, I'm going to like run out and see. <laughs> I'll go here. Uh, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw because you can't go there. You're frightened. Oh, okay. Let's see. You can go north. You can go uh, parallel to it. You just can't get closer to it. Okay. So can I go this way? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, bam. All right. I'm going to do... Um, I'm going to do a magic missile at second level because that can't miss. Um, and how many darts do I get at second level again? If you get three darts. Four darts? Okay. So it's going to be two damage the first one, three damage the second one, five damage the third one, And then three damage the fourth one, and then I get some necrotic for all four of those because hex. For the hex, yep. Um, that's going to be five damage, uh, six, three, and then four. Okay, uh, you did a. Quite a bit of damage to it. That's 18 necrotic on top of the 13 from the magic missile. Uh, as a legendary action on its turn, it's going to, or on, at the end of your turn, go ahead and make your wisdom save. Okay. 13. Right, you're still frightened. As a legendary action at the end of your turn, while still grappling Island in its mouth, it's going to make a wing attack, which gives it 80 feet of movement and land directly. Actually, right here. That's still my turn, still, right? Because legendary action? That's the end of your turn. Okay. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to do? No. If it's the end of my turn, it's fine. It's cool. All right. Hi, uh, Ithrin, it is your action. Okay. Alan's um, technically over here right now, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't want to risk hitting Alan, so, oh, maybe I... I mean, it, 
Fortunately, it seems that Alan is completely contained within the creature's mouth at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I actually don't want to do that because that would hurt Alan, so I will just do Guiding Bolt again. Okay. Oh. Uh, 18? Uh, 18 hits. Awesome. Takes 25 more radiant damage. Wonderful. Um... Oh, I almost just did that to Holland. Uh, you hit it, it starts sparkling again, and it screams. Anything else you would like to do? Nope, that is my turn. Excellent. As a, With its remaining legendary action at the end of its turn, it's going to make a tail attack against uh, Haiku. Is a 30 hit? Oh, I think so. I think it's just <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was too good not to. I'm sorry. You're so snarky. <laughs> is it? It's not undead at all, right? That is not undead, no. Okay. Uh, you take 24 uh, damage, of which four is piercing, the rest is bludgeoning. All right. Uh, Hellish Rebuke. Uh, dex save. Okay. Is that save for half or save to get rid of? No, Hellish Rebuke. Uh, it's, it's like a reaction. Um, right. I mean, do they, do they save just to... For half, oh, it's save to negate. It, yeah, it's saved for half. If you if you save, you may you get to half the damage. All right, does a nineteen? Yeah, definitely will uh, save. So you take uh, half of nineteen. Uh, Where that is. So you got nineteen on the die. Um, all right, so that's uh, nine. All right, yeah. uh, nine fire. You... Oh, that's fire. Yeah. Uh, you see it, it like lets out a shriek, drops Alan out of its mouth, and uh, like rears back. Fuck yeah. Hit it with fire! Hit it with fire! <laughs> I thought it wasn't going to drop me, Travis. <laughs> it, it wasn't um, until it got... And uh, Well, it's in fire. Like, I, I'll, be, I'll die like Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man. It's hungry. Anyway, um <laughs> not the bee. <laughs> uh, so Charlon, it is your action. What would you like to do? I think I would like to wait until someone who does not have invisibility takes an attack against the dragon. It's good call. Um, you can reserve your action if you want. Yeah, I plan to ray of frost it after somebody else takes the guiding bolt attack. All right, Charlie. I guess I'm gonna try again to eldritch blast it. Right. The first and one will be normal. The second one will have disadvantage. Okay. Um, first one missed. 
Oh. Disadvantage was a tie on it. Uh, nice. What the hell is my the hit around here? Why didn't I look at any of this? Uh, <laughs> 20. That'll hit. Yeah. I didn't think I was really going to hit it, so I didn't bother looking. Uh, nine. Excellent. Uh, it takes nine and stumbles backward and lets out another roar. Uh, now that has been used, so you can take your action if you'd like, uh, Charlotte. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I don't got fire, uh, but a ray of frost is what I got. Uh, does a 22 hit it? It does. Uh, for seven cold. Excellent. And then just to keep moving away from it because I'm frightened and I'm also invisible, so feel pretty good mm-hmm. about moving randomly after taking a shot. Would you like to make another save to see if you can get yes. it? Yes. Uh, you will. can as well, Charlie, if you'd like. Oh, so close. I got a 16. Yeah. Now you know how Tana so. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is now the Scourge of Lyria's turn. The Scourge of Lyria is going to orient his face in such a fashion that will require a dexterity saving throw from. Haiku and Ithrin. As it steps to one side, as Alan drops limply to, limply to the ground, takes in a deep breath, and you hear the cracking, like, sounds like trees being chopped down as lightning balls up inside of its mouth and just shoots forward. So, uh, any deck saves from the two of them? Nine. It did a Kamehameha. <laughs> it's really also invisible. I don't know if it has C invisible or not, or just got lucky with the line. Uh, it's got blind sight, actually. But um, above and beyond that, though, it would have probably just gotten lucky with the line. Yeah. Uh, you both take 42 lightning. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Does that drop Ithrin as well? Uh, no. I have 17 points left. Excellent. Um, that will bring us to Alland. Alland, you're uh, floating in a glade. You look around and you just see like beautiful trees everywhere. Pristine forest, like you're in the Broadridge, in the nicest part of the Broadridge. And you see six elven women sort of float in. They're nude, but they're wearing um, like floral crowns that each have like a, a unicorn horn made out of flowers. Um, That's beautiful. 
and they surround you. Am I dead? You are in the space between life and death. They say to you, you get the impression they're speaking Elvish, but you understand them anyway. Mm-hmm. Our sister has taken your flesh. Oh, good. At least someone <laughs> making good use of it. We have need for that heart. I hope you can forgive the deception. Meanwhile, back there, Alan, uh, you heal all your damage, and I need you to go ahead and uh, burn all of your attacks swinging at this thing, um, please. So I heal you, everything. Right, you fully heal, and you use your action search, and just come up swinging. Um, so what, what does that mean? What do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to roll? So you would make what four attacks? Yeah. Okay. With the hammer or with the the crossbow. The dice are really slow today. Net 20 on the first one. (laughs) Uh, you see um haiku drop and like alan like pop up and like in one motion go from being prone to just like hammer into this thing's open mouth so it was (laughs) net 20 for the first one 22 for the second one that'll hit uh four or 10 for the third one that one misses and then Uh, 10 for the fourth one. So two of them hit. Uh, go ahead and roll damage for two hammer hits and add 2d6 to each of those. Okay. And you see the hammer start like glowing. Is it the same light that was coming from the unicorn horn earlier? It is the same light that was coming from the unicorn horn. So hang on, let me see on the chat what it did because it's re- running really slow today. So it was damage seven, a damage six, and then now I wrote two d six. It's a forty six total. Oh, you did see it. Right, so you'd roll forty six total for the extra. Ah, forty six. Um. So 15 more on top of that. Excellent. Um, and as she's swinging, Alan shouts at you all in Elvish. Uh, so that'll bring us to Haiku's turn. Haiku, why don't you make that safe, please? For sure. Oh. Uh, oh. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Excellent. You can mark one success. Cool. 
Catherine, what would you like to do? I would like to cure wounds on Haiku. Take 20 hit points. Oh, shit. Thank you, my friend. I'm not able to cast that high. Oh, Oh, were you out of slots at that height? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. I rolled even better. Uh, 24. Excellent. Um, <laughs> as a legendary action, uh, after you complete that, I assume you have to get close to do that, right? Uh, yeah, I've got to touch it. So uh, go ahead and move your token to the appropriate place. Um, and uh, the Scourgillaria is going to use the wind <laughs> attack to fly up into the air. Uh, which causes all three of you, so Island, Haiku, and Ithrin, to all make a dexterity saving throw, please. And bless you. Uh, oh, I thought you, were, you said we were going to get opportunity attacks. No, they're taking legendary action. Oh. Seven. Uh, 20, not natural. Saving throw for what? Wisdom? Dex. Dex. And it goes 40 feet straight up. 22. All right. So that neither one of you takes any damage. Uh, Haiku, you hop up, you're like, Woo-hoo! and then get knocked prone immediately again as you take. Thirteen bludgeoning and. And he dies again. <laughs> I would laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, Be like, no, 13 bludgeoning and 8 piercing Oh, I'm still up I'm, I'm, I'm real bad, but I'm still up Why did I put the wrong one? <laughs> uh, yeah, my, new, my new arm came with some potions of healing So I'm going to dip out of here as soon as I can And get some potions down um, If we... If we made the save, do we not take any damage? You take no damage, yeah, you're good. You just sort of like do this number as wood and splinters fly up around you. Um, and that will bring us to uh, Charlene. You're muted. It's in the air now, right? It's 40 feet in the air, yeah. Cool. Uh... I'm like, weekly, please. Fire, anybody. Fire. <laughs> I will use a bonus action to recover some sorcery points and then twin a third level ice knife at it. Okay. Um, so uh, 16 hit. First one flies wide. Well, it, it still does the explosion damage either way. Uh, how about 18? Right. That will hit. All right. So from the piercing damage, it takes a whole one. Uh, piercing, you say? Yeah. One piercing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 2d6 plus 2d6, 8d6 cold. 
That was a whole lot of dice. Uh, 30 cold damage. Excellent. Um, ice goes up all around it and like it's like a sh- like a sheath of ice it's going into the bark sections there's pieces of bark breaking off but it looks like it's in uh it's in not great shape anything else uh i'm moving away from <laughs> well hold on i want to stay within 30 feet of all of it I think I've moved outside of 30 feet yet. No, hold on. I guess I'm just moving back into the trees. Excellent. It's going to uh, use its remaining legendary action to tail attack at Holland. Uh, does it 14 hit Holland? Nope. All right. Uh, it swipes its tail around, and Alan, like leaps over the tail and brings the hammer up over her head. Again, cursing at it, Melvin. Um, that brings us to Charlie. I think I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers at third level. Okay. Um, it's a wisdom save of 13, and when he fails it, he'll take half damage. You mean when he makes the save? Yeah, when he makes it. Yeah, because... I'm not gonna fail this. This is 13 is not exactly much of a save. Yeah, 17, so you need the save. 21, so it's half 21. How would you like to do this? Oh, oops, I hit a button and now there's dice floating around on my table. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I'm slow motion. Um, I don't know. This is not my strong suit here. (laughs) All right, you uh, whisper. I don't know. You whisper into the back of your hand and uh, as. Alan is cursing in, in Elvish and about to bring this hammer down. Um, its head splits like before the hammer can actually go through it. So it looks to all of you that are nearby, except for Haiku, who's got a very nice, like right below it sort of perspective. But to the rest of you, it looks like Alan split this thing's wig with her hand. But you can see that the head split open prior to the hammer. The hammer just buries in the in the gr- ground up to like its handle on the ground side. It's like the head of the hammer is buried in up to the handle, and you see a ball of wood um, roll forth out of the now cleaved in twain head. That looks like a heart to me. Island. The elves are floating there. You see, we had no choice. We cannot help you while we are bound. Okay. And you would not listen to reason. What do you mean? I am a very reasonable person. There's one more item you must retrieve. 
is the you regain consciousness. So I didn't get the item. (laughs) Damn it. I'm like, (laughs) real quick, just knock me out real quick. Five more minutes. (laughs) Uh, You come to standing up, holding your hammer that's buried in the dirt in front of this dead dragon. What would you like to do? I like <laughs> I need to remember. <laughs> and I'm like, the f- just happened, <laughs> you know? Like what just happened? Um, I think we won. I pick up the um ball of wood that's in front of me. All right. Um, who needed this again? I say, and I'm holding it. I don't remember. Weren't we supposed to like stab it or something with the horn or something? What was that? What was it supposed to do with that thing? You were initially given the horn to stick it in the base of a tree Mm. in uh, the ghost lake. But then one of the ghosts showed up and was, and according to uh, what the translation that you got from Bart, uh, that ghost was going to walk you through the, the base of Libidot's out. Okay. Um, so what do we need the heart for? Forget. You had initially, I don't even, I don't remember, I think it was just Alan maybe that might have heard that um, the Unicorn Clan could possibly be revived if you if you got three items together. Um, oh. The horn, the heart, and the slurry sheen spear. Um... Are there any spell components, uh, rare materials, etc., harvestable? Oh, okay. I found the notes. They need our help. A seed from a tree that has an undead, uh, I can't read my handwriting, unhead hemadryad inside. A spear made out of obsidian or like obsidian driven through a tree. And a wood wreck dragon's heart. Good thing we didn't teleport right yeah. in there. We wouldn't have this heart. What? If we'd uh, done the Dryad Express, we would have missed this. Yeah. Also, just FYI, he'll. Uh, 17 points with uh, one of my potions. Excellent. Oh, good. Um, so we're just missing the... the seed, right, from the tree? Technically, you have a sapling. So what you're missing is the Slurration Spear. The spear. Cool. Um, so I put the, um, as we remember this information, 
I will wrap, I'll take some fabric or something out of my bag and wrap the heart in it and put it deep in my rucksack. All right. And uh, I need you to go ahead and make an arcana check for me, if you don't mind there, uh, Charlene. Yeah. Uh, 11. Okay. Uh, the only component that you can think of that you'll be able to salvage from this thing is uh, the elemental rack that it's made out of. Uh, it's kind of like it's blood. Uh, and this is very close to Titanic Acre. It's the thing that the Titans use to make rack dragons. It's extremely volatile. Uh, and risks titanic corruption. Having said that, it's also a super powerful spell. Badass. Uh, is that something that I would even know how to harvest, like safely? Um, with that rule, probably not. Yeah. The best thing you can think of is don't touch it. Uh, it is a fluid, so if you wanted to use your shape water spell to like scoop it up into like a wine skin, you could. Um, but you have you are not certain if that's going to protect you from the corrupting energies of it. Uh, uh, could I roll to figure that out? I was going to say I'll ask yeah. the other spellcasters <laughs> around if they know anything about it. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, use the better of nature or arcana if you want. Uh, Okay. Ten. You're like, uh -huh. <laughs> we're rolling like shit today. That is, I rolled four sevens in a row on nature. <laughs> you're having an off day, sweetie. <laughs> you're the one that was talking about not being a good druid earlier. You did this to yourself. <laughs> yeah, that is accurate. That is accurate. So what would you like to do? You are now, as near as you can tell it, probably two days from the Mesa Caridae. But your plan for having the unicorn ghosts uh, give you a free ride into the front or through the, the catacombs has now uh, had a hiccup in it in that you need to go get one more artifact for them before they're going to help. Do we know where the said yep. artifact is? Um, where it could be. Go ahead and everybody make a history roll at disadvantage. Yeah, baby. It's never like deception or things I'm good at, you know? <laughs> I rolled a 16 and then a five. I rolled a one, so I'm not going to bother rolling again. <laughs> <laughs> I you can't get worse than that. I got a nine. Okay. And what did you get, Haiku? Uh, uh, 14. Yeah, now that you think about it, um, you know of a story uh, from the Divine War that one of the weapons uh, that Vangel used when uh, he was 
fighting Mormo uh, was an ancient spear that came from this sort of proto-Titanic race, this, this group of beings from beyond that uh, supposedly, according to legend, the gods and the Titans had to team up to imprison uh, epochs before the Divine War, called the Slorishians. Um, apparently, one of the weapons that uh, Vangel employed during that fight was a spear that belonged to Slorishians. And he tried to stab Mormo with it, and she slapped it out of his hand and it landed um, in the forest embedded through a tree. Uh, if you recall properly, that tree is considered, is now considered a holy site, or near that was considered a holy site by a group called Dar al Anat. Uh, which is a conspiracy of hags who seek to bring Mormo's flesh back together and <laughs> restoring her to life. And uh, do I know the looking for that tree? Um, you know that the specific location? No, you know that uh, it's called Anak Kalambath is their home, and it's in the eastern Hornsaw Forest. So on the other side of the Hornsaw Forest. All right, I think we need to go to the eastern side of the forest, guys. Um, I think we might find the spear there. And I'll relay the legend. Not the legend, I guess. Oh, yeah, legend happens, right? It's history. So. Okay. our best shot of getting into this place. Cool. I'm so shocked that I am completely healed after I got swallowed by a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alan, you can feel um, Burning probably isn't the right word, but like a almost like an electrifying sensation uh, in various patterns on your arms right now, and have been able to since you returned to consciousness. Um, you're not sure what they are but it feels like almost like someone is like running like a low current electricity along your arms in these patterns. Weird. Quite. And that's where I think we'll wrap things up for this week. Congratulations. You may all love them. Yay. (laughs) It's like Christmas morning. (laughs) Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns in your first battle with a wood rack, wood rack dragon? That was that awesome. That was pretty cool. Probably made that, so I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you survived. Yeah, um, I have a question for the future. Yes, I have an answer. How can we learn more languages? Because I feel like I should learn 
elvish. There's a feat you can take that would allow you to. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of which, since you will all be becoming eighth level, uh, you do have the option of um, either doing an ability score increase or selecting a feat. Um, any of the feats from the Skylands Players Guide are on the table. Any of the feats that are in D&D Beyond are fine, um, that are from an official source or from my home group. Um, and I know that there had been some discussion offline, uh, Melina, about looking at other class options. Do you want to wait on that? Or do you want to take the time between now and next session to do it? look at um i'll talk to you about it but that's an that's an idea cool is anyone is anyone looking at uh multi-classing besides possibly minor uh i'm gonna take a second level in cleric okay that fits since you're such a terrible druid i'm just kidding Shade. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. You're an amazing druid. Mm, you, you actually. <laughs> you beat a dragon, so you got that going for it. Um, all right. Uh, I do want to remind everyone uh, that uh, Dead Man's Rust is currently available for pre-order on Backer Kit. And um, I think I'm probably safe to say that I just handed over... Uh, there was a update went out to the Kickstarter backers to let them know that it was being um, proofed. I have just recently completed my work on that. So uh, there are other people involved in that process, but uh, we are one step closer to having a PDF in half our hands. So if you yeah. want to make sure that you have the text now, you can jump right in and start running it. And the PDF, as soon as it's available for backers, you can head over to Backer Kit. And pick up Dead Man's Rest. I also want to take the opportunity to remind you all that they came from the Cyclops' cave and they came from Classified is our current Kickstarter. Uh, it's part of the They Came From line using the StoryPath system. Uh, each of these games provides a cinematic role-playing experience. Cyclops' Cave delves into fantasy, everything from, you know, Harryhausen films to uh, Xena, um, whereas uh, they can classify it as spy movies and spy television shows. So everything from, like, you know, the Avengers, like the Emma Peel Avengers, uh, up through Austin Powers, through Bond, The Born Identity, stuff like that. You can back for one or both, and there's about 14 hours left um 15 hours left so if you haven't checked that out please head over there and do so um everyone uh let's go ahead and have you tell us who you are what you do who you play your pronouns their pronouns and anything you'd like to promote and let's start off this week with the best druid that's ever druided Ithrin. please give it some comments <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> the one things, the self-deprecating that one time. Um, uh, anyway, hello, my name is Rachel. Uh, you can find me, Stolen Fires, uh, pretty much everywhere on the internet. Uh, you can also find me uh, a lot of the time. I'm going to be over at Vorpal Tales. Uh, I run Masks of Nyarlathotep on Fridays, participate in 
Majon Sundays, uh, Solemn Veil on Mondays, and Dark Sun on Tuesdays. And tomorrow, uh, I'm going to be starting a pre-recorded show. It's called Cthulhu Horror on the Orient Express. Uh, and that will be available to Vorpal Tales Patreon patrons at uh, $20 or higher. You will get access to that and uh, three other shows, uh, all run by real cool people, a uh, real fun cast. Uh, yeah, come check us out. Rock and Roland, I just threw the link to Vorpal Tales in the chat. Please go over and give them a follow, a sub, all that fun stuff. Next up, Island, please give us your pertinence. Um, hi, I am Melina. I play Oland, the stupid uh, blacksmith who basically was about to sacrifice her life. If the dragon hadn't come to me, I would have run the other way to get, put the dragon away from my friends. Um, in real life, I'm a yoga teacher and a art teacher and artist in Illinois. And you can find me uh, as Melena Donato Instagram or Melena Moves Mindfully if yoga is more your vibe. And I have a Patreon where I post exclusive drawings and wallpapers and videos that no one else has ever seen before. So, well, yeah, that's it. That's me. Excellent. Definitely head over and check out um, Lena's Patreon. I also... Uh, I had the great privilege of sharing some uh, sketch notes that Melania did uh, on my Patreon uh, this last month uh, from last session. So I think Melania should start doing that as regular. Putting them oh, yeah. I'll send you the scans. This time my iPad was charging, so I did them by hand. Um, <laughs> I just have to say that all in space when she came back to life is pretty good. <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty spot on. Yeah, I would say. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, and next up, that brings us to Charlon. Please give us your pertinence. Hey, there's I'm Corey Frank, aka Narf on the interwebs. And uh, I was playing uh, Charlon, both of us, they, them. Uh, as far as other things that I work on out there, a video game called Caves of Cud. Check it out. It's a roguelike PC game. Uh, yeah, if you're one of the lucky people with the Steam Deck, we're we're trying pretty hard to make it work on that thing. Uh, let me know if you have any trouble with it. I'd appreciate yeah, it. And you can get that at just at cavesofcud.com, right? Yeah, or a Steam or itch. Nope. Yeah, so all over the place. Um, and then next up, that brings us to Haiku. Please give us your pertinence. Hey guys, I'm uh, Mike Newton. Um, I'm a Chicago-based comic artist. Um, uh, what else do I do? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Mike underscore Mutant. Um, and soon, uh, I don't know, we're coming pretty soon. I'm uh, in a new spot now, so I hope we're trying to make cool stuff. It's nice, love it. Uh, and last but most certainly not least, please check out uh, Charlie, if you could. Please give us your pertinence. Um, I'm Sarah Sharnover. I play Charlie, both she, her. Um, I do lots of things on the internet. I'm not feeling great. I have, like, a thing going on with my head. Um, so just, I'm wordsmith Sarah everywhere. That's really, I'm always doing something. And I just threw the link into Sarah's uh, Twitch chat channel in the chat as well. 
And I guess that leaves me. My name is Travis Legg. Uh, pronouns are he, him. They is fine as well. And um, yeah, uh, I have the grand pleasure of not only running this wonderful game for these wonderful people, but also various other games here at the Amish Path. Uh, I also stream over at Plastic Age Plays every now and again. Uh, I'm trying to get on most Fridays, Thursday or Friday mornings, uh, to do a little bit of character creation stuff. I started doing that to support Kickstarter. I think I might continue that to just showcase some of the other uh, games that I like to play and uh, make a few characters. Um, so make sure you follow me over at Plastic Age Plays. Uh, I will be back here on the channel... I'm sure I'll be back here on the channel before the next time that I'm currently scheduled to be back here on the channel. I'll put it that way because I don't think I'm scheduled to be back until our next episode. Uh, once again, because it's been a confusing month with the, the rhythm, we stream on the first, third, and fifth Wednesday. Uh, on the opposing Wednesdays at the same time is uh, Walking Shadow, which is a lovely uh, Mage the Ascension um, sort of in, in, informational uh, stream. Uh, he does lore dives, uh, system discussions, has guests on. Uh, so definitely check that out on the Wednesdays that we are not here. Um, and yeah, uh, just be sure if you haven't done so to please uh, follow, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Uh, make sure you head over to Backer Kit and pre-order your copy of Dead Man's Rust. And tell them it's so beautiful. I'm so happy to see it coming together. Uh, the artists are just doing a phenomenal job. Mike's layout is dope. It's 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 really cool. I I cannot wait to hold this book in my hands. Um, and hope you can have as much joy as I did just now, almost eating Milena. So that was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, stick around. I think we're going to uh, shoot a raid over to, oh, let's see who's on. Um, looks like nobody uh, that we would normally raid is on at the moment, so I'm going to go ahead and drop us over at the Venture Maidens, because oddly enough, uh, one of them worked on, uh, no, they didn't work on us, they worked on Blood C5E, which was uh, a lot of fun. So if you haven't picked that up, pick that up too. Uh, thank you all so much. Take care of yourselves and each other and get your shots. Bye.